0: Welcome to ID Corner, episode 01. I'm your host, Jededi Rex, instructional designer at Lawrence University. In this podcast, we'll talk about anything and everything related to teaching and learning. I plan to release three episodes a term. My hope is that this podcast will be a resource to teachers and a source of discussion. I want to provide space for thinking and talking about teaching. You can find the podcast at http colon slash slash bit.ly slash ID Corner. That's h-t-t-p colon slash slash b-i-t dot l-y slash uppercase i uppercase d dash uppercase c lowercase o-r-n-e-r. You can listen on the go by installing the SoundCloud app. I welcome comments and invite you to join the discussion on my blog. I will also post a link there if you wish to subscribe to the podcast. Today's episode is about peer assessment or PA. I'd like to share what I found in the research related to peer assessment and strategies for creating a successful PA experience. So, without further ado, in his article published in Theory and Practice, Keith Topping defines peer assessment as an arrangement for learners to consider and specify the level, value, or quality of a product or performance of other equal status learners. Peer assessment can apply to individual work, like papers and other assignments, but also to group and teamwork. Why would an instructor want to use peer assessment? What are the benefits and challenges? If you as a teacher decide to use peer assessment in your course, how should you go about doing so? Peer assessment can increase student engagement in the learning process, especially when the instructor deliberately communicates to students about the reasons for and benefits from peer assessment. Studies have shown that there can be gains for both assessors and assessees due to peer assessment. What are the benefits of peer assessment? In the following section, we will look at benefits in three areas, academic benefits and social skill benefits for students and benefits of peer assessment for teachers. A student may see a number of academic gains through a peer assessment exercise. Some of these are increased time on task, the students spend more time doing what you want them to do, Increased sense of accountability. The students are more invested in their work. Earlier error identification and analysis. The students are able to identify and correct issues in their work. And finally, increased metacognition. PA helps the students think more about their learning. They may see social gains as well. These include the ability to judge good work, how to give and accept criticism, how to justify one's own position, how to evaluate and reject suggestions, and PA may have a positive effect on self-confidence. Benefits of PA are not limited to students. Teachers may realize the following benefits. First, an economy of scale. There are a larger number of students to assist with and share the responsibility of, assess- of the assessment activity versus the teacher doing it themselves. Second, the sum of the assessments from PA may provide a greater level of detail than the teacher may have been able to glean as a single assessor. Additionally, PA may provide a more accurate picture of individual performance in group work. And lastly, one byproduct of preparing for and administering a PA activity is that it may cause the teacher to evaluate more closely their assessment objectives and purposes. Put another way, using PA can help a teacher focus more on the reason why they want to assess certain things and how they can best do so. Well, we've looked at its benefits, but PA is not without its challenges. Some of these include students feeling anxiety around assessing and being assessed by peers. Some of this may be due to the students feeling that the grading is not fair because their peers are not experts in the area of their work. Also, social process may affect peer assessment. There are conflicting reports about this, but an article by Keith Topping shares that there is a possibility that things such as friendship, bonds, enmity, or other power processes, popularity of individuals, perceptions of criticism as socially uncomfortable, or even collusion to submit average scores might have an effect on the validity of assessments. Another study referenced by Van Zundert mentions that the effects due to social processes is negligible. So these challenges might lead a teacher to question whether a peer assessment is valid, reliable, and suitable for grading. Alberg, Loris, and Topping all conclude that peer assessment may be used for grading. As long as the challenges are acknowledged and dealt with if necessary, peer assessment is a good pedagogical tool. Okay, so after looking at the pros and cons, you've now decided that the benefits outweigh the challenges and you want to implement peer assessment into your course. How do you maximize benefits and minimize challenges associated with PA? There are strategies that an instructor may employ to make the best use of peer assessment in the learning experience. With forethought and preparation, PA can be an effective pedagogical tool. As with any other learning activity, a teacher should define the objectives, what she or he wants students to get out of the experience, and why the activity is important for the student's learning. This is the most important first step. Helping students understand the why of the activity will go a long way in alleviating some of the negative feelings students may have about the PA exercise. Additionally, communicating to students about the active place they are taking in the learning process should help engender a sense of ownership in the peer assessment activity. In the article referenced at the beginning, Topping lists 11 points to follow if you're going to use peer assessment. I've boiled those down into what I consider the the most important. First, partner. Do not do this alone. Having a partner to discuss objectives and plan the activity can help share the workload. Next, define objectives. Determining from the beginning what it is that you want the peer assessment to assess is extremely important. Next, involve participants in developing criteria. Providing students a voice in the assessment process can increase accountability and ownership of the activity. Next. Training, practice, and examples Providing appropriate scaffolding in the form of guidelines, checklists, and examples gives the students the vocabulary to assess in the manner you desire. Providing low-stakes opportunities to practice these skills is important for allowing the students to become more comfortable in giving and receiving feedback and developing their critical evaluation skills. An instructor should also coach the students. To assist the students in the peer assessment process, an instructor should circulate through the room and provide guidance to the students if needed during the activity. This proactive approach limits challenges and promotes a positive peer assessment experience. Lastly, examine the quality of the feedback and share feedback with students. Examining the quality of the feedback allows the teacher to assess whether or not the students are assessing in the desired manner. It also provides an opportunity to call exemplars from the group of student work. Sharing the feedback related to assessments an instructor is seeing can provide the students guidance in providing better feedback to their peers. To wrap up, peer assessment can be a powerful pedagogical tool. Planning and preparation on the part of the instructor and providing opportunities for the students to practice are key in making the peer assessment exercise a success. I invite you to reach out to me if you are interested in pursuing peer assessment in your classes. Please follow the podcast at http colon slash slash bit.ly slash idcorner and join the discussion on my blog. Thanks for listening and have a great day.